Hey guys, we're going to be talking about an animal death match. Who do you want on your team? And the Mount Rushmore of shows. Ooh. Coming up after this. Stay tuned. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I just showed the topic on accident. Welcome back to the Bro Down Podcast. I'm Tim Fulton. And I'm Andy Smith. And this is What Do You Got? What Do You Got? What Do You Got? It's a little segment where we each come to the table, the actual physical real-ass table with a little topic that the other guy doesn't know about. We do. You guys know about it because I just showed it. Andy, what's your topic? All right. I want to talk about the Mount Rushmore of shows. Okay. Because I'd never watched The Sopranos before. <laughs> and okay. I just started watching them. Yeah. I'm on the second season. Them. It. I just started watching it. Spoilers. And um, I'm just – I don't – I didn't watch anything past, like, the first episode of the second season. So shut up if you're going to be doing spoilers. I've never seen it. Okay. So, it made me think, because that show came out in 1998 or 99, something like that. Somewhere around there. And it kind of changed the way they started to do TV shows in a big way. And HBO was notorious for, like, not letting shows run more than, like, a couple seasons. And they ended up doing, like, six or seven seasons, which was, like, unheard of at the time for HBO. So, I was thinking... If you had to pick the Mount Rushmore of shows that basically defined and and changed the game, basically like they got it fucking right. Because I've been thinking how many shows that you have, like you know those movies that you grow up with, or like you watch when you're a kid, or you just it's it's into the certain genre that you're into, yeah. and you want to like it so much that you like omit a couple things. Like all right, this is kind of lacking, but like it's fine because I like it. Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. There's things in certain shows that you particularly overlook because you want you want to like you it, want and to enjoy. Yeah, it. yeah but then there's yeah. other shows that just they fucking nail it. Like nine out of ten times, they just nail it, nail it, nail it. And I obviously it's really hard to do that, but it's so weird to me that like some shows just it's just nothing but net for like every every show, like every episode. It's just nothing but like home runs and yeah so i have two of them off the bat it's obviously two hbo shows which is game of thrones and sopranos those both are big ones yeah so those are obvious ones for the dramatic category but if we're going to broaden this to a little bit wider i'm gonna say seinfeld seinfeld laid the framework for a lot of yes a lot of comedies in that you don't have to like the protagonist. The whole point of the series were that was that they were assholes. Yeah. They were jerks. Yeah. They, they were not likable people. So like even like common day comedies like uh It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, like that takes it to a little bit more of extreme example because like there are episodes where like they're crack addicts and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like it sets the framework for to just show people you don't have to like who you're watching for it to be funny. That's true. And they did a lot of things differently because they made a show that was basically about nothing it was but it it gave them free reign to basically bring anything into the mix yeah and no you have a point because like all other shows have like some sort of like basic premise like oh i'm a wife and i have an ex-husband and oh no we have to live together and it's gonna be wacky scenarios but like seinfeld was just like it's just four people 
Yeah. And it's their life. They also kind of showed like Jerry Seinfeld as 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 funny as he is, he's a horrible actor <laughs> in that show cuz he always is laughing. Yeah. Like if you take it from an acting standpoint, but it's he's true. funny in it. He's hysterical. Um I guess yeah, cuz I I was only thinking about I guess like serious shows, but I, I I, and I saw I saw where you were headed. Yeah, but for whatever reason in my head, Seinfeld immediately was the first thing that clicked. Yeah, because I think the Sopranos, Sopranos, whatever you want to say, it it seemed like it opened up the door to that because the the, the only difference in what I mean by a show, which is different than Seinfeld, is that Seinfeld is not really like. You don't have to watch episodes one to fifty to get episodes fifty to a hundred. You don't it's, have to. It's not plot driven. Yeah, you don't necessarily have to do that. Yeah, I'm talking about like a complete storyline show, which is why my head was geared more towards the serious ones. Yeah, I see. I see your point. But um, I think what the what the Sopranos did was they opened up that hey, you don't have to cram everything into an hour and a half or an, a two hour thing. You can have this long, drawn-out drama. Like People don't need things like blasting in the face all the time for them to keep coming back. Yeah. And it was a shame because HBO still kind of has that thing, or at least some of the producers, where they don't want to give you too much. Like They cut that one short, I believe. I think they cut Game of Thrones short or whatever. But what other shows were like, groundbreaking game-changing shows i think that one of them just be based on the casting and the uh, of it is stranger things i hesitantly agree i think that it's funny because you mentioned the point that um hbo back in the day was very hesitant to give a lot of seasons for things yeah sopranos kind of broke the mold there and I think there's a right way to do that, and I think there's a wrong way to do that. And I think the first season of Stranger Things is exactly what you're pointing to in fantastic, perfect story writing. Perfect. Yeah. Borderline. Uh, but the problem with – they saw that Sopranos could go seven seasons, and it worked. But there was really – they had a plan. I believe they had a plan. I was like 10 months old when this show came out. I think it was What's actually- that? Uh, Sopranos. I think it was. I was actually ten. Yeah, I'm exaggerating. Um, but I prop- believe it started off as a comedy pilot. Really? It was more of a comedy, and it turned into more of a drama. From my understanding of what it was, oh, it like evolved it. as the show progressed. But continue. So, my concern with certain shows is that they're like, oh, when people are into this, they'll watch it. So we can put as many seasons as we want out. And we don't have to worry about it until the ratings start going down. So I think it's okay when you do that when you have a plan. And I think one of the best examples of this is Game of Thrones. Notoriously, Game of Thrones seasons one through five, even six, was absolutely phenomenal because there was actual written... They had a very strong direction to go to. They just yeah. basically had to come up with the way to tell it. Exactly. They, they did deviate a little bit through necessity because things in books don't always translate into TV shows, blah, 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 blah. But once the writing material went out, there was a natural instant degrade in quality of the show in season six and seven, obviously, or seven and eight, whatever, um, were horrendous. Uh for, it, the, it, for the for the most part, it seemed to be more like lights and mirror, or you know, smoke yeah. and mirrors than actual 
yeah. substance. For me, Game of Thrones is the same exact way. Or I just said Game of Stranger Thrones. Things. Stranger Things is the same exact way. Season one, I thought was absolutely phenomenal. Season two, it was okay. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. Season three, I was bored. I didn't, I still haven't finished it, and I think they're on four, maybe five now. See, I think I think you need to finish it because I thought that season one was like it peaked, and yeah. then season two, it it dipped down into a valley, and then it came up at the end. But then season three, I thought was better as a whole season than season two. Really? Yes. You got to watch the rest of it. And granted, I think one of the things that they did with um, Stranger Things, which was good, was that they didn't. I don't. It doesn't seem like they rushed it. Like yeah. they did take a significant amount of time between it's, seasons. It's did. not like they're they just like, "Hey, people like it. Let's just shit this out." Yeah, we got to. They were like, "We got to go, go, we go, gotta go, go, wait." Like, and they just said, "Hey, well, the kids are getting older. Well, then we'll adjust the accordingly." Timeline. But they didn't just shit out. Like, it was more thought out than I would have expected a, yeah. sh- a popular show with kids. But what I'm saying is, like, they made a an entire series around, like, the main character. Not character. Characters are all children. On a, on a drama. Yeah. yeah. Like a sci-fi drama, but a yeah. drama. I don't, has that ever been done before? I don't know in TV shows. I know that when that show came out, a lot of people instantly said this is a sci-fi version of the Goonies. Yeah, which, in a movie. But that's what I'm saying. A show. Yeah. Like, um, you can make somebody, uh, main character, get people involved for it. But to have a whole cast of children that you cast so greatly hold up a show for season after season. Like, it's all on their backs. If they don't, If they're not there, like, no one is invested in anyone else besides, like, one or two adults. You know, the rest are kind of interchangeable, but that's a ballsy move to put it on the, the backs of children. Literal well, children, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just yeah. think that it was it was interesting that they that it worked out because it had never I don't think it had ever been done in a TV show where you not just like one child, not like oh, the Olsen twins in uh full house or like, you know, something like that. It was they are the show. All the children are the main characters. Yeah, yeah. Um and I don't know what other ones. I can't think of anything either. Yeah. I can't think of any other show that has children that like that. I mean, like I said, if we're not just talking dramas, you do The Office. That one was a... That was groundbreaking. That, that was groundbreaking. It, that introduced the whole breaking the fourth wall concept. Yeah. It, on purpose. It also, it also brought into the fact that you don't have to have... You don't have to have the audience laugh track giving you the wink and the elbow... For you to find it funny. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of other shows, if the if the laugh track isn't there, sometimes you just oh, don't know right. when to laugh. It's almost like UFC without a crowd. Yeah. Well, it, it's almost like they – yeah. But they almost – it was – I think that that show was brilliant because they let you figure out the comedy yourself. You have to decide what's funny. You're not being breadcrumbed by the audience laugh track of being like, hey, you got to laugh here because that's the punchline. Sometimes people laugh at different spots in that show because they find different things funny. It's almost like the jokes are not made for every person. It's more like individualized to like the little quirks that people have. That's true. Yeah. I don't that's that's a that is a good one if we're going with comedies. What other shows were groundbreaking? I don't know. 
Well, you should have been more prepared. Well, I had The Sopranos because I just started. I had Game of Thrones because I watched all that already. But see, there's a lot of shows that I like in the back of my head, but I know a lot of them are flawed. So I'm trying to like avoid those because I don't want to just like throw out popular shows for the sake of throwing out popular shows. Yeah. I want to talk about shows, like you said, that have like They that. changed the game. They changed the game. There were um, there were a couple of ones. I mean, if we're really going to talk about it, uh, uh, Lost. Yes, I, I never watched that. That so, one was a very, very popular show. So that one broke what I originally said, where they didn't have everything planned out from the beginning. And it definitely showed later, uh, specifically in the middle seasons, where it always ended on – I won't tell you what happens, obviously, but it always ended on some sort of cliffhanger. And it was always like, uh, what the fuck? Yeah. And it was, it was the beginning of, like, mainstream – sci-fi slash fantasy because it wasn't overwhelmingly like oh there's ghosts and demons and goblins and magic and like but like there was always like teetering on it yeah there was always this element of like is this like paranormal is it not paranormal is it like what is happening and like because they they led with like they didn't give you too much it was all okay if that makes sense yeah like it could have been magic and people would have been okay with that because you weren't like, I cast a spell on you. Yeah, it wasn't like you weren't engrossed in that genre. It was kind of like just flirting with yeah the yeah. the aspect of, of being a little bit fantasy. Yeah. So it's funny because overall, Lost is definitely not one of my favorite shows. But if we're talking about like groundbreaking type of elements. What was that on? Uh, I saw it after the fact. I didn't see it while while. But what there. what was it? Was there cursing? Was it carte blanche with all it's, that? It's been years since I've seen. It. I think there were. I think there was like minor cursing. I think it was on like ABC or something. Like yeah, that. that that's the one issue with like great shows that just happen to get caught up with that because a lot of times like they, they get caught up like they get constrained by the by the restrictions of the of yeah. SCC or whatever. Yeah. So HBO in general broke the mold from what i'm about to say but a a lot of those mainstream channels like uh abc and fox and whatever because they have contracts with their actors they've always been afraid to kill off main characters they never do it lost did it a couple of times spoiler yeah but um it always bothered me because like before like before that sense of like oh something could actually happen you would look at a series and like there would be like a dramatic cliffhanger and like in the back of your head you're like it's fine they're not gonna kill them. that's why game of thrones fucked everyone up that's why game of thrones fucked everyone up yeah it w- it just changed the game completely but that's why i used to like miniseries because in a miniseries you never know what's gonna happen they could kill the main character halfway through because you know what they don't have to return for season two yeah and th- there are big names so they drew in the crowd but if it's halfway through the season, the crowd's already there. You know what? That's a that's a great point to why Game of Thrones. Because back in the day, they would have just changed the fucking book. Oh yeah. To make the main characters not die. Oh, hundred percent. And hundred percent. They stuck to it, and I remember because I watched the first season, and I started watching it. I found out of the show because of Sean Bean, because I like him as an actor. Yeah. yeah. And. When at the end, I'm like, all right, like he's gonna fuck. It. It's only the first season. Like he's the only reason that half the people are watching this show. And then they, spoiler alert, they fucking kill him, and you're just like, no, they didn't what? just fucking. There's no fucking. And then the next episode, you're like, holy fuck, they did it. They kill. They killed the main character 
of a show before the final episode of the first season before the final episode of the first season and you're like how are they possibly gonna fuck it like the challenge of being like we need to have a new person be cared about so much that people come back to watch this and we've been going on this for a while yes. so i just want i just want to sum up real fast a game of thrones did that so well that they got you interested in a second set of main characters and then a third and then a fourth and then a fifth because they kept killing them yeah. all and that's why i was a huge fan of danny throughout the entire series and i was nervous for her the entire time yeah because i'm like they're gonna kill you and your storyline's not gonna matter at all and, and i'm gonna be really pissed off and then <laughs> right when you think like oh she's safe now they would kill someone you thought was safe and yeah. then you're like oh she's not safe she's much she's not no, gonna be safe no 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 no, no. and then season eight happened yeah. and they were just like took a big steamy dump right in the middle of your tv then they looked at us and they're like you're not safe yeah you're not safe <laughs> all, all right. right let's go on to your topic sir what do you got choose your character kind of okay. like kind of like a smash Brothers style all right so a buddy of mine sent this to me and i want your take on it okay uh i'll read it out loud for the people who are on anchor or all the podcast people i'll set up an actual picture for the youtube world and i'll give you my phone in a minute okay so it is basically uh, a series of nine pictures you okay. get to choose two and of things you get to choose two of them the two will be your allies and they will fight with you to the death okay the rest are out to kill you okay who do you choose your choice uh, hold on let me read it out loud okay. your choices and there's multiple your choices is 50 eagles 10 crocodile three bear seven bulls one hunter with the rifle 15 wolves 10,000 rats five gorillas or four lions Whew. I know what mine are, but that's because a buddy of mine and I spent a solid, like, shout out to Jason. Jason, I hope you're watching this because this is, like, a thing now. But we spent, like, an hour talking it out. And to be honest, I kind of think you're fucked no matter what. But if you do have a good solution, I think I found the best possible one. Okay. So let's get into this. So... Let's break these things down. All right. What can the eagles kill? The eagles basically. It, sound, it sounds like hawks. Okay. So the hawks. So the eagles could take out the you immediately rats. Immediately change it back out to. Wait, what? I said the eagles could probably take out the rats, pick them off if it's one on one. There's 10,000. That's true. But what are the rats going to do? They can't. The eagles just literally just pick them up and drop them from 100 feet in the air. That's true. Um, the crocodiles would kill everything if it was in the water everything yes lions all that shit if it was tigers they might have a chance but there's only four of them there's 10 crocodiles um the bears three bears would definitely fuck up 15 wolves if they were working in unison but bears don't have the same type of herd mentality that well hold on hold on hold on you're saying that we get to work as a team but you're talking that they don't have a herd mentality fair fair okay we get to direct them all right. The bulls, unfortunately, here, the only thing that I think the bulls would be effective against somewhat might be like a gorilla on the initial charge because they're a prey animal. I mean, I get they can fuck you up, but they they got like a one. 
They're a one and done. A one and done, unless they turn around and kick you. Like, I'm not saying I could fuck a bull up, but when you're looking at these animals, like rats, they just stomp the shit out of them unless they, like, crawled all over the bulls. But the bulls is, like, the least yeah, effective there. The hunter, okay, he's got a rifle. See, my thing with the hunter, and my buddy agreed with me, is that he'd probably be one of the least helpful on your team, but he's probably the biggest threat not on your team if the opposite side's goal is to kill you. Yeah, see, the thing is is that— He can kill at a distance, but he can't kill a lot. But there's a lot of things here. What kind of rifle does he have? Is it a shotgun? Is it a muzzleloader? Is it a repeater? Is it a fucking .30-06? Like, we don't know. All right, dude. It's a fucking gun. Relax. No, no. What I'm saying is if it's a shotgun, he's got to be very close to I, do any real damage. He, look at it. It looks like a rifle. It looks like a shotgun. It looks like a rifle. It looks like a shotgun. It looks like he's shooting ski. You look like you're shooting ski. I'm sorry. I just know what I'm talking about. Um, what hunter is walking around with a shotgun? I'm sure someone out there is going to be like, well, you know. That's definitely a shotgun. It doesn't. It doesn't shotgun. have a scope. No, you don't have a scope. No, I think you just uh, you just didn't look at this and study this the right way. Now you're mad. Um, Dude, you know how many times I've gone hunting in my life? Anyway, it's a rifle. No, okay, so you're saying it's a rifle. It's a rifle. I'm okay. going to fucking... Does he have unlimited ammo? Photoshop. Yeah, you got to Photoshop because that's a shotgun. I'm going to Photoshop a scope on top of it. Well, he doesn't have a scope in the picture. Clearly, he doesn't have a scope. Just because you can't... Well, you don't have a scope because you can't see it properly. There's a scope I can there. see it. It's a, it's a still frame picture. <laughs> so, anyway. So, rifle, no scope. Uh... 15 wolves the wolves could kill hmm. don't forget they're trying to kill you which is the biggest concern because they have numbers but i have the fucking other things on my team yes all right do do they have to come to me or do i am i being hunted or am i have to hunt everything else Okay, so we haven't decided like what the actual scenario is, so we're going to. It is going to be... It makes a huge difference for does, one reason. It does make... Well, for multiple reasons. What if you're in the wilderness? The, no, no. The no. hunter with the what, scoped rifle is not as much of a problem. What I'm saying is, is that the crocodiles are very, very effective in one area. That's true. You take them out of that area, their effectiveness level drops by like 70%. Well, we'll assume you're not swimming in water. We're not. We'll, we'll assume, we'll make the assumption that you are stationary and you're playing defense. In the water. No. Not in the water. Not in the water on land. You are on land and you are playing defense. That is all I'm giving you because there is literally no parameters to this. We're making it up as we go. Okay. Sorry to everybody out there. I think that... I don't know, man. I think you almost would have to go... You'd have to take a, a big predator, number one. You'd have to take a big predator. Otherwise, it's not going to have a chance against the other predators. You'd have to. You get to pick two? Two out of that nine lineup, yeah. Yeah, so I think you would have to pick the bears, the wolves, the lion, or the crocodile. And I think that three bear could take 15 wolves. Four lions could definitely take 15 wolves. Because four lions will fuck up, like, 30 hyenas. And they're, yeah. like, way bigger than wolves. Yeah. Not way bigger, but, you know. Significantly. Um, crocodiles, if they're out of the water, I think fucking lions will fuck them up. I think they'll jump on their back and break their necks. Okay. I've seen, I seen fucking 
uh, tigers do that shit. Tigers are actually better hunters in the water, lions. especially. Yeah. Yeah. They had a whole thing about how lions. Lions are pack hunters. Tigers are not. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. they got to be better by themselves. It's funny because tigers. I'm gonna get this. No, tigers are typically. I have this backwards. Tigers are typically stronger. They're better hunters. But one on one in like a fight fight, lions tend to be better because they are pack animals and they're used to fighting with each other. It's like you growing up with your brother. Yeah. You always get into scrapes. If you met a doppelganger of you that grew up in uh, a house without an older brother. I want to know the sick fuck that like put a lion and a tiger in a cage a hundred times and just like rang the bell. Um, I'd watch it, but I wouldn't, <laughs> want, I wouldn't want to after a certain point. Yeah. Um, and then you have. The Eagles, unfortunately, I think are only good for like two of those things. They, 50 Eagles could definitely kill that fucking hunter. They could fuck up all the rats and they might take out one of the big predators. I don't think they'd be able to do shit to the crocodiles. Hawks. Or hawks. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think your best bet, if you get to choose to be in the water, I think you, I think you fucking take five gorillas riding the backs of ten crocodiles. And that's they're going to fuck everything up. See, I didn't think about where we would be located. Yeah. But my answer was hawks, gorillas. I am much more concerned about the hunter than you are. Much more concerned. Because all it takes is for one bad shot, and you're done. Oh, yeah. So my goal is to get rid of him immediately. But the I also thing watch is, this- dude, is that you still have fucking, what, one, two, three. You have, like... Twenty-five apex predators to worry about. Yeah, see, there's a bunch of problems. One bear, bear have a distinctive problem against lions. I saw a YouTube video once, so naturally this is a complete fact. But they're fighting with each other against you now. Yeah, but I'm saying you can't have a bear against a lion, so he's out. What do you mean? Bears do this thing where specifically black bear. Which is that a black bear? No, those are those are brown bears or grizzlies. Oh, okay, maybe that does change it. I can't remember who the video is, but bears do this thing where they get up on their hind legs and they get big to look scary. But by doing that, well, it's because they, they, that's how they fight. That's how they fight. Yeah. But by doing that, they reveal a lot of their vital spots. So against a lion, it's almost like you're reveal. I saw a video where a bear, it's like a bear fell into a lion enclosure at a zoo and he got mauled. By how many lions? Three. But he, it, it took one dude. See, the line immediately went for his neck, and it was down. This is this is the other problem, though, and, and this it, this is this is where this is where a lot of the issues with like those scenario videos come into play is like the bear doesn't know what's going on. Like if if you ha- if you could explain to a bear and a lion, like listen, you two have to fight, and one of you will die. Okay, retreat is not an option. I think that changes the video a little bit. Also, too, brown bear and grizzlies can get up to 2,400 pounds. That's true. Lions are like 450, right? So, sure. What, what I'm saying is, I've like when you watch grizzlies or brown bears fight, they stand up on their hind legs and they grab each other by the cheek. A 2,000 pound bear is grabbing each other by the cheek and yeah. they thrash back and forth. And after they're done fighting, they're like, oh, I guess I lost. Like, totally just like brushing it off. They're rugged animals, right? I'm not saying a lion can't kill a bear, but a bear can definitely kill a lion as well. I see, I see your point, but I'm saying that a lion would instinctively know to go for the neck. I don't know if yes. a bear would would. Think I'm to saying do that. though that like because 
of the sheer this size of the fucking bear. It's not just as simple as like, oh, I got your neck. Like, there's it's, a story of a fucking uh, by a hunter that was uh, uh, on uh, Rogan's podcast where he was watching with a spotting scope and he saw a brown bear break a moose's back Ooh. with one swipe. Ooh. You know how big moose are? They're big boys. Right? Yeah. One swipe as he was chasing it, just like, get the fuck, and just snapped its spine and killed it. Ooh. So, like, I regret introducing this topic. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I think the hunter is definitely the worst thing against you. See, that was my problem. He's the worst. Again, he was my biggest fear. He's the worst against you, but I think he's the worst on your side. How many grizzlies are there? He's the worst on your side. Yeah. Because he's a one-shot guy kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. How many many grizzlies are there? Three. So he ain't taking on the grizzlies. He ain't taking on the wolves because there's 15 of those. He ain't taking on the lions. He ain't taking on the gorillas. But reverse that, they have to find him. Yeah, I, I think I think you're fucked no matter what. This the is, is this is what I think. If like you're dead. okay, you're dead. Is the you're problem. you're definitely fucking dead. I think that you need the fucking gorillas with the lions because the lions can kill the fucking wolves and they could probably kill the bears because there's four of them. The crocodiles, everything there, the lions and the gorillas are fast enough to run away from them on land. Yeah, and as long as you don't go in the water, we can pick those off one at a time. The rats, I mean, unless they come in, like, gang-gang style and just fucking, you know, totally just swarm you. You know, I think 10,000 rats could kill pretty much everything on that list if they swarm you. Which, I guess that's the point. Yeah. But then, then like, that's impossible to, like... Like, the buffalo, it would basically be, like, you know, you could do it, but somebody's getting a fucking horn up their ass. Like, it's just going to happen. And the eagles... I mean, hawks. you gotta watch your or the hawks. You just gotta watch your fucking eyes. See, I like I like the idea of the hawks. I think you can have like a little. Re- and there's fifty of them. That's true. You can have a relay system. You can send ten to go after the fucking hunter. But here's the problem: the just gouge everyone's eyes out. Here's the problem: you don't have to win. Gouge eyes. No, no. Here's the problem, though. Their goal is to kill you. Yeah. Not to kill anything else. That's true. If you had all those animals, even if it's one set at a time. You have what? What did you pick? Gorilla. How you had the gorilla, four? and the hawks. How many gorilla? Four or five? Five. Five. Gorilla. So if you had two sets of animals come at you at a time, if you had ten crocodile and fifteen wolves, the gorilla. They're getting you. No, because I they're will get in you. No, I am latched on to Papa Gorilla's back, and he is swinging me back and forth to whatever he goes, and we're getting away. Well, ten crocodiles, two per gorilla. Yeah. And fifteen wolves. Have you seen per gorilla? Have you seen gorillas? Massive yeah. animals. Yeah, five hundred pounds. You're you're five hundred pounds. They're five hundred pounds. You're five hundred pounds. Yeah. I'm saying gorillas could take anything on that list. One on one, I'm I'm saying they could take anything on that list. All right, guys. Yeah, it's weird because they got hands. I don't know. I think and you're fucked. I think you got to pick. They're arguably the smartest on that list too. Including the hunter. Yeah, but you're the smartest on that list, and you can't kill any of those things on that list. Neither can I. I can kill at least one mouse. One. But smartness doesn't always equal... I would probably cry in a corner being like, what? This I... list is fucked. This list is fucked. It's Part totally of me wanted to change it and be like, oh, we'll do three instead of two. That would. Be... I don't even know if the... I mean, the numbers definitely matter. But they're so... The numbers are also so insanely different that you can't even fathom what that would be like. Like fifty hawks, 
this is why I love this because it's so. Any, all right. Anyway, guys, uh, fuck. I don't even know where I'm going with this. I don't so, know. <laughs> for those of you in podcast land, you can't see us, but we can see you. We know you're out there. We know you're listening, and we appreciate you. We normally tell the YouTubers to like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Mm. But for you guys, don't forget to go to BrodownPro.com. We have comment sections on our podcast videos. Why not hit us up there? We would really appreciate to hear from you. What do you like? What do you not like? Get into a little flame war. Live your best online life. Let us know if you want gorillas or fucking lions. Yeah. Or wolves or hawks or mice. I said hawks, but I said mice. I fucked one of them up. <laughs> I said mouse before. Mices. All right. That about sums this up. Yep, it does. We'll catch you guys next time. Later. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh.